recently is the uh the vaccine for um COVID-19 has become uh more uh widely available first when it first rolled out it went to those over 75 the uh then people with uh outs you know very uh deserving health conditions to make sure that they they had uh weakened immune systems so they received the shot uh, or an opportunity to get the shot, then it's 65 year olds, you know, which, which came with the hilarious kind of, you know, boomer vax idea that the boomers all had the vax and everybody else is waiting for their turn. Uh, recently, it has opened up. Um, if you want to get a vaccine you, scheduled, at least you can. Uh, there have been stories in Illinois, people driving uh, as far as four hours different parts of the state such as Quincy and Danville out of the Chicago area to get the vaccine if you just you know people often get their gas and groceries from Indiana if you just hop over the border Indiana you're over 16 you can get mm -hmm. a um, you can just get the vaccine the Johnson and Johnson one shot vaccine and you are done there are no uh, residency requirements in Indiana for the shot um, and right now, sadly, rates are going up in places like Michigan and uh, California and in the areas of San Francisco and, and Sacramento, where they're seeing an uptick, another fourth wave starting up. Yeah. I was fortunate enough to get my first shot, my first uh, one of two. Um, so I have a date set for my second shot. Okay. Valerie, where are you with vaccine? I haven't gotten it yet. And why not? <sighs> I'm on the fence. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. We would like to thank our local title sponsor, A1 Pestmasters, for supporting Interludes. This episode brought to you by Montevia Coffee and Tea. And now, all the way live from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Valerie Johnson. So, as I learn more and more about um, vaccinations, and and we've never dealt with a worldwide pandemic ever before. I think the last time something like this happened literally was 100 and some change years ago. Um, I think what gives me pause is that uh, there are, you can still get sick after taking the COVID-19 vac vaccination. And there are, I want to say, three to four pharmaceutical companies that are responsible for the vaccinations. There's uh, Moderna, 
There's Pfizer. There's Johnson and Johnson, and I think there's one other company. They, well, that doesn't apply for us in the, in the states on the other side of the pond. That's AstraZeneca, but we may not see them. We may not. Yeah, we may not. Yeah, we may not. We may not see AstraZeneca. So that I totally get that. But um, yeah, I think about Johnson and Johnson, which is my last name. I should. You should definitely trust Johnson and Johnson. Used to love to use baby powder, but baby powder was a uh, something that uh, helped me. It's something innocent, okay, it's something you go. put on babies. I'm just saying, something you put on babies, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> the production of baby powder started, stopped because it was causing something crazy like cancer. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with ovarian cancer after regular use of Johnson & Johnson baby powder? You may be entitled to compensation. A December 2018 Reuters news report states that from 1971 to the early 2000s, Johnson & Johnson was aware their raw talc and finished powders sometimes tested positive for small amounts of asbestos, but didn't disclose it to regulators or the public. I took the flu shot and we're talking now 11 12 years ago in New York there was a weird flu thing happening in New York City and I took the flu shot I remember just being really sick for a long time after that and I was like mm -hmm. why did I take this flu shot and why did I get sick like this and then you know I started to think about well let me start changing the way I eat let me start changing the way I, you know, like dairy, I love dairy, but dairy don't love me. I've had to literally sign a divorce papers and be like, nope, can't do dairy. Okay, okay. We're, we're done with that. I feel you, I feel you. I had my Popeyes episode a couple weeks ago where the Popeyes, <laughs> spicy Popeyes got me. So I don't care what that dude says on that commercial or how that, that woman sings that song to Popeyes chicken or even the Canadian girl. The, what's Popeye's known for? Chicken! <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, no. Whoever guesses this wins the game. Here we go. Name Popeye's favorite food. Chicken! I haven't touched Popeye's since December 2013. I had the okay. worst episode. Okay. I had the worst episode of gas. I went to my doctor. I thought I was having some type of heart attack or episode. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I could put you on Nexum and some other, you know, drugs that help with that gas. And I was pill. like, the purple pill. And I'm like, you know, that's mm. the side, the side. Another thing, um, I developed asthma living in New York after 9-11. Unfortunately, what happened was there was a lot of stuff that was in the air for a very, very long time. Some people developed a lung cancer and ended up dying, especially if they worked to help clean up in, um, around the World Trade Center site. Uh, yeah. I developed I developed asthma and went to the hospital in 2007. So I had a pulmonary specialist, and she she prescribed to me um, Advair. 
AdBear is the one controller that treats the two main causes of asthma symptoms, airway constriction and inflammation. AdBear contains salmeterol. In patients with asthma, medicines like salmeterol may increase the chance of asthma-related death. So AdBear is not for people whose asthma is well controlled on another controller medicine. AdBear won't replace fast-acting inhalers for sudden symptoms and should not be taken more than twice a day. Talk to your doctor about the risks and benefits of treating your asthma with AdBear. If you're taking AdBear, see your doctor if your asthma does not improve. AdBear can help you breathe better. And there was something okay. in me that was like, why, you know, you. all of these pharmaceutical companies say, look, we have this drug that's going to make you feel better. But then, and they play the beautiful music and they have the people playing, and, you know, the children playing in the background and people skipping and stuff. And they're like, okay, this drug, oh, well, these are the side effects. Like, why am I going to take you to help me with this one thing? But then you cause a list of side effects. I don't understand mm. it. So we don't, we don't, I'm grateful for the vaccine. I'm glad it's out here. I'm glad people are taking the, taking part of it. And I want to travel. I definitely want to get back on the airplane and get going and all the rest of that type of stuff. But, um, and I have seen that people are not, you know, growing an extra arm or, you know, getting hairy eyes or anything goofy. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing crazy happening with you. Um, if you are for vaccination, if you are for that, I, I support that. I'm not going to criticize you for it. However, I feel like I know too much. Here's here's my here's my strongest argument. And this is the emotional one. This is my. This is this is the emotional one. Um, my mother was on. I want to say five to six different drugs. She was mainly on this uh, metformin for diabetes. I don't know anything about metformin. Um, the doctor that she had, um, <laughs> she kept complaining to her doctor that you know I'm not feeling 100, percent even though I am you know, monitoring my, my diabetes. I'm writing everything down as you've told me to check my blood sugar. I don't need to, uh, take insulin for it. My pancreas is still developing insulin for me to, you know, whatever, but I'm, I'm doing everything. I'm doing all the protocols, but this is happening to me and I'm starting to feel sick and I don't know why. Uh, and then, yes, yeah, she saw her doctor the day before she got sick, before she went to the hospital. And she had liver failure. The thought of suing, not necessarily the hospital that she was cared in, but her doctor, who she complained to for over two years about the medicines that she was on, or, you know, can they be switched off? Can I do something else? You know, the number one goal for doctors especially doctors that unfortunately care for african-americans if you develop diabetes high blood pressure or hypertension they tell you you know you're going to be on these medicines for life really i reject that and i feel like you know i don't you know it was god's timing to take my mom when he did but she had liver failure all tylenol all those medicines and the vaccine they go through your your liver prayerfully your liver is cleaning and it's de detoxifying you at all times, which is great. Like I said, 
I'm on the fence. Hi guys, my name is Valerie Johnson and welcome to Interludes. I have a very talented young man that I would love to introduce you to. I've known him for a great amount of years. He's been a successful actor in the entertainment industry, he has done some, several feature films. 30 years in the fitness industry and also knows martial arts as well. A leader in many areas and I can, I'm very happy to call him a friend. Mr. Augustine Rodriguez, how are you to do today? Hi Val, hi Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? And that's my executive producer, Michael Wommel, giving him a nice, wonderful hand clap as if we were in a big studio audience on a studio stage of some sort, so. Thank you, Mr. Wommel. It's good to see you both this morning. I hope you're doing well. Yeah. So we've been talking to vax or not to vax, and I was really intrigued by a recent Facebook Live that you did, and you do a Facebook Live every Monday. Is that correct, Augustine? Yes, yeah. Right, and he has many followers. He's definitely always speaking, you know, about fitness and how to be well. A lot of times, spiritual matters, which is something that I I definitely talk to you about one-on-one, -on -one, which is wonderful. And you had mentioned about not vaccinating. You had actually talked about a post you put up and said, you know, these are some of the things that I think about in not vaccinating. And then the five points that you brought up, you said that Dr. Fauci had, had mentioned, which was really wonderful. He was like, anyone can go and do this research and find that this is what Dr. Fauci said. So the five points were about the COVID-19 vaccinations was COVID vaccines are experimental. That's one point. Uh, two, COVID vaccines provide a, only a short-term protection, because I know that I've heard about booster shots coming up. I think that's, I've heard that as well. COVID-19 manufacturers are exempt from liability, which means they can't be sued because they have decided to go ahead and go ahead and produce the, uh, the vaccines for a, a great amount of people. And at the, uh, the fourth, point was no term no long-term safety data uh, has been provided for COVID-19 vaccines and then you ended your not ended but you the fifth point that you made uh, several COVID-19 manufacturers have been otherwise convicted for their previous um, drugs and and have lied about uh, serious side effects side effects of their products so these were great points that you made, but ultimately, what was the message that you was hoping to convey in sharing your opinion about not vaccinating? Sure, thank you, Valerie. I, well, I, I know we're on here for just a brief time, so I'll tell you, let me just give you a little quick background. So it's not like, wow, this is just some dude with an opinion, but. <laughs> exactly. So, so uh, I'll tell you my, my quick one minute, uh, history, life history. I'm originally born and raised in New York City, right? Grew up in a single mom household. Went to art school, went to school visual arts to be an illustrator, you mm -hmm. know? And and uh, again, all this will give give more, more background here. Um, mm -hmm. Did that, also I studied acting. Finished with my illustration degree, continued to study. Let me continue, go back and take more acting class. I'm glad I did. 
Long story short, in under two years, I started to work in the industry. I got cast in theater, film, television, uh, worked on a, on feature films, on on a TV series for ABC, a bunch of different projects. I'm very grateful for that opportunity. Like, it was not what I originally planned, but I'm so glad my interest just kind of grew in that area. Did that, but also, as Valerie mentioned, I've been in the um, I've been in the fitness industry over 30 years. Mm-hmm. So it's been my lifestyle, what I've done for a living at times, teaching, nutrition, exercise, martial arts, self-defense. And uh, you may say, and most recently, the last going on seven, eight years as a my, my own health and wellness uh, business, where I'm directing people to different protocols, natural protocols that help them. Here's some of the results. The people that I've helped have lost on that with natural protocols. Uh, have lost weight, have uh, have are off of synthetic drugs. They no longer. Recently, a friend who she used to have to take for seasonal allergies, for asthma, she had to take. She no longer experiences those symptoms, so she no longer has to take drugs that give her side effects. And mm-hmm. a lot of people that I've helped have had the same uh, same results as far as helping basically helping take people off of synthetic medication. Anything that gives you a side effect, put it put it this way, there's no such thing as a side effect, only an effect. Your body's telling you something, that's how it works. So um, that's what I've been able to accomplish and do for many years. And the people in my circle, some of them are way, way ahead of me. They are, you know, in the medical field, they are uh, chiropractors, they are PhD, naturopathic, like they're just amazing people. And I, that's who's in my circle. So together we've helped a lot of people avoid harmful remedies. You know, sometimes the remedy is not that great because it, it can harm you. That's not good. <laughs> so anyway, that's a little bit about my background. So I'm gonna now I just, I'm gonna address some of these things that I, that I mentioned. Um, my hope, what I shared was this. I wanted to put information out there. We are being marketed to the teeth, right? As far as like on TV, from the president, from everyone. Everyone, here's the thing. Everyone wants this to be controlled, to be remedied, because we don't want people harmed. I don't either. No one does, right? Uh, we, we don't want that. Um, I've lost, I've had seven, seven deaths in my family since last year, three due to COVID. Not, it's in my family. I've lost other friends, personal friends, due to COVID. So it's not like, oh, I just don't care. And I just, I just want my freedom. I want to be able to cut my hair and I don't care. And I don't have to wear a mask. That's not the school of thought I'm coming from. Let's be, yes, let's have our freedoms, but let us not be arrogant. Let's be wise and let's be considerate of like all of us, right? So um, the, the, the main, my main point in, I, I posted a visual, there were five printed points, the ones that Valerie said, right? That number one, that this is an experimental thing that's happening mm-hmm. because it hasn't really been thoroughly tested as other drugs are. Um, so they're kind of waiting to see what happens. And actually, let me mention this. Did you see what happened this morning, Valerie, on the news? Yeah, I did. I could, did. could you tell us what, what, what did you see on the news? I, if you don't what? have it, I have it. Oh, go ahead, you Michael. You don't have it, I have it. Go ahead, Michael. Yeah, I, I certainly do um, have it. Um, so, um, well, I, I'll give you, I'll give it to you this way. So where Valerie is in, in Chicago, 
um, Illinois, Chicago, and Cook County uh, paused the distribution of the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine after blood clotting. So this was reported by the Chicago Tribune, um, pretty large newspaper. Illinois Department of Health, Public Health, Cook County Health, and Chicago Department of Health have paused distribu distribution uh, Johnson Johnson vaccine following recommendations from the FDA and Centers of Disease Control Prevention, so the CDC, after reports of six people experiencing blood clots about two weeks after the vaccination. So uh, there has always been sort of a um, reluctance to receive the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Uh, we saw that uh, very uh, about a couple months ago from the mayor of Detroit, who said uh, very clearly that he was not going to bring it into his city. Uh, when he was asked about it um, about uh, in early March, to give him an opportunity to restate that or maybe uh, step back away from that that stance. He refused to do it. He said, no, I, I meant what I said. So we're only bringing in Moderna and Pfizer into Detroit. The other areas outside of Detroit, they're fine with Johnson & Johnson, but we're only going to bring them in as a last resort. That is what he said, and this is someone who is a government official who is tasked to try to ensure public health and to make sure that the majority of the people around him are safe. So um, yeah. I think that that is as, as clear a message as you can get. Now, you may interpret that any way you want to, but <laughs> those are facts. So I'm just presenting them to you and, and do with them what you will. That's why it was important for me to hear from you, definitely our audience to hear uh, your side, because I think it's more important that folks know about your background and helping people to get off of drugs. Uh, Michael, I'll open this to you. Just uh, um, just in general, I want to make sure that um, that we, we understand a couple things. So, so one of the things uh, you, you mentioned is that you do not take any drugs. Is that is that correct? I take no drugs anymore. You take no drugs. Okay, anymore. Okay. All right. <laughs> and, and I just and I just want to just mention that to, to people. because uh, because I believe there are some groups of people in uh beyond COVID nineteen who may need to take some drugs. Uh I've been in experiences around people as uh both as an educator, as a parent. Um, in, in different spaces where uh, people are experiencing um, uh, psychotic, uh, schizophrenic, they're experiencing major kind of mental health breaks. And I don't think that, you know, another glass of orange juice would help them. Um, they're in a situation where they would need some type of, you know, hands-on care that might include uh, medicine. So I don't. I don't want. I, I want. Uh, so if we can, I, I just want to kind of restrict what we're talking about to COVID nineteen, because I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to make a case uh, either for or against medicine in general. Okay, because right. uh, yeah, there are not... some people. 
Yeah, there are some people, yes, you know. That's not that. what I'm saying. Yes, yes. Exactly. I want to. Yeah, I want to make yeah, sure, no. sure that everybody listening understands that this is not what we're doing. This is not a for or against taking any medicine ever. Okay, if your yes, doctor that, thinks that you should yes. take something, you go ahead and you listen to your doctor. Okay, we're a nice little podcast. Okay, listen to your doctor. If your doctor thinks you should take it, you know, talk to your doctor about it, and the both of you, two individuals, make a decision. Yes, let, let me make let me make, let me say this. Actually, it's your decision. It right. It's not your doctor's exactly. decision. So right. To, no, it's your decision. So, so mm-hmm. as far as like, I just was asked, why, what's my opinion on whether to take the vaccine or not? And then I expressed that. However, I did talk about the pharmaceutical industry and synthetic drugs. Yeah. And how, yes. and how I'm grateful for many, many, uh, many uh, uh uh, treatments and 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 medicines that can help people and can sustain. I recently had right. a family member in the hospital. Very grateful for how they were treated, what they had. However, the long term. Here's the thing. <clears throat> um, your doctor is trained at 30 minutes in nutrition. Ask no, no, I, 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 I completely so, agree right. with what you're saying about that, but I just want to make so, sure that we understand some kind of like foundational things. So, yes, uh, yes. For instance, the three of us are sitting here, you know, comfortably talking to each other through Zoom, but we none of us have a fear of polio because polio has been eradicated. Uh, so to speak, there are some instances around the globe where you will see it pop up. However, uh, but in general, vaccine was created to treat polio. We're not worried about that anymore. If you do the, moved if you on do to the other research, things. it's not due to vaccines. It wasn't due to a vaccine. It helped, but it wasn't due. To, so you have to do the research on that. That's a whole nother story. Because I recently had, had gotten information. Where I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't know about the history of like of this and how it works. It, you know, so 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 here's the thing. And, and again, I do want to say this again. Me, at my experience, having seen, I've seen people where the experts were going to cut someone open, surgery. The experts said that. And meanwhile, they, on their own, aside from me, had nothing to do with me. They, they investigated, tried some alternative methods, and they were able to get relief and get uh, recovery and not be harmed and not be cut open, not, not have, go through a traumatic uh, experience and not be put on drugs and so I've, I've seen that many times, I've experienced that. And in my circle, I can make you a list of 40, 50 people we've helped that way, uh, times that times 200. Meaning there are people in my circle that, that have actually had that kind of impact and effect on people. So that what I'm saying is there are things out there. No one here is saying, don't take any more drugs, throw all your stuff out. Right. I would never say okay. that to anyone. Good. What I'm saying is this, as far as the vaccine or any, any drug, it is your choice. It is your Absolutely. choice. Sure. Be, ed- be educated. Don't just look at the commercial and go, oh, yeah, we, hey, everyone says that this is the latest thing, that this is the latest flavor of vaccine. And look at the posters. And, mm-hmm. and everyone's mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is great. Like, no, no, no. Look at who is saying it. Consider the source. Consider sure. the track record. The track record is not that great. The third cause of death in general is medical failure. I want to know what you're thinking. There are some things you can't hide I wanna know what you're feeling Tell me what's on your mind I think we could agree on this. In terms of looking at COVID-19, the response can't be nothing. 
you have to right. do something. That, that's right. Right. Well, well, here's the thing. That's why, right. For personally, what I'm doing personally, people do their own thing, their own choice. What we were told from the beginning, and a lot of health experts will tell you, strengthening your own immune system because it is designed to fight off things. Is Absolutely. The best. Did you know that these vaccines, when they were tested, it was tested on 40 at the beginning on 45 individuals, healthy individuals who didn't smoke, who didn't do anything, who had no, had no diabetes, who had no, that's not who's taking it. See what I'm saying? That's, so, those that's aren't Americans. How do they exactly. find those people? That's, not, that's not an accurate, they can't t- tell you an accurate, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, an awareness of like what's going to happen because that's not who was tested. It was really like really rushed. So anyway, I say all that to say that, um, what I am personally doing is I am being, I'm not going to the gym. I'm wearing a mask when I'm around people going into public places. I'm, I'm continuing washing. I do certain things in my regimen that really bolster and strengthen my immune system. Unlike most people around me. And I try to help them with that. Um, and that is the best thing you could do. I would not, I would not recommend to anyone that well, put this experiment because we don't know experimental thing into your body and we'll see what happens. And hopefully that will, because we blindly, some of us blindly trust this pharmaceutical industry, which hello, look at your commercials, listen to the commercials. <laughs> it's like, listen to what's happening. Like, so we don't, but your average, here's the thing. It's, it's culture and mindset in our mindset and our culture. It's a pill for every ill. It's, it's, it's in, 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 in Asia, in certain countries, they're trying to like prevent, they don't want people. There's certain countries, they don't want pharmaceuticals. They're like, I don't care if you, we can make billions of dollars. We don't want that here in our people. And they are healthy and they are more effective. Here they spend billions and billions of dollars in medical and, and look what happens. It's like, we're number, as far as life expectancy, we're like number 54. Japan, number one, hello. So uh, I'm not saying move to Japan. I'm saying because of the mindset, the culture here, you kind of want to, you know, it's like, let's put band-aids and treat symptoms. That's not how the body works. You never take a, a, a sick, a fish tank full of fish and they're kind of sick and the, you know, kind of murky water. You know what? Let's radiate this fish tank. That'll help the fish. Let's put an injection. Let's, let's poison. You don't poison the body into health. Even with cancer, there's certain hope for cancers uh, institute down in Mexico, where the, again they have like people stage four come back in remission, without harming the body. The cause should not be harming the body. So again, but your average person does not know that. We're not aware of that. That's not in our circle. We do a little bit of research, not just Google, but it's like actual facts and history. Uh, there's a video, uh, cancer, the forbidden cures. Watch the first 20 minutes. You'll see the, the structure of the AMA where the doctors are trained and and who put it all together? Pharmaceutical industry. Because, they, because they're like, hey, let's make everyone and teach them all about drugs. And they guess what? Doctors today, medical doctors learn 30 minutes on nutrition. Isn't that the main thing that keeps you alive and can prevent? And we know that. There are lifestyle diseases because people don't know. They kind of, I want to eat and do whatever I want to do. Just give me a pill. Some people feel that. That's their choice. But just to be aware so we don't just go, oh, wow, yeah, everyone, they want the, they're out for our best interest. Consider that. Consider it. And now let's hear from Dr. Anita Hill-Jones, a medical doctor based in St. Louis, and her thoughts on the recent COVID-19 vaccine development. 
So we wanted to chat with you briefly about the COVID-19 vaccine and now the pause that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is on. There was a press conference today that happened. And as a doctor, why was a pause placed on the Johnson & Johnson vaccination for COVID-19? So from my understanding, the pause was because there were several cases of blood clots that have been discovered. There were six women out of approximately 7 million who have gotten the vaccine. And so they have placed a pause on it because of those um, side effects that they've seen. Now, I should say concerns that this may be linked to the Johnson & Johnson. Okay. And so, and in keeping with letting folks know that, you know, the other vaccines from, I'm assuming Moderna and Pfizer are safe, um, what should people know about those two vaccines and, and going forward? And if you're one of the people like myself that hasn't been vaccinated, what should you know about those two vaccines? Well, those two vaccines are safe. So understand there are different technology, uh, technologies that have been used between the Moderna, the Pfizer, as well as the um, Johnson & Johnson. So there's also something similar. I don't know if you know about the AstraZeneca that was in Europe and that was halted as well. They have seen blood clots and, you know, a few of those patients there as well. So it seems pretty similar. Both of those use what's called a denovirus vector, which is different from the Pfizer and the Moderna. Those have used a mRNA technology. So, right. So that's big differences between those two different vaccines, those several different vaccines. So the two, AstraZeneca and the um, Johnson & Johnson, they use the adenovirus vector, whereas the Moderna and the Pfizer both use the mRNA technology for their vaccines. So it is very important. Those two have been seen to be very safe, the Moderna and Pfizer. Unfortunately, you know, you do have patients who have side effects. We all do um, have some side of, have potential side effects from getting a vaccine. Specifically, I should say myself, I did get the Pfizer and first shot I took, no problems, no reactions. The second shot, I felt very tired. The day afterwards, the day I got the shot, had no problems. But the day afterwards, I felt very tired. I was moving a lot slower. I took many naps throughout the day. And then it was very interesting. My last nap after I woke, I woke, up, woke up from it, I felt a little sweaty as if I had broken a fever, although I didn't have a fever at all that day. And I'm like, okay. But then after that, I was like, oh, okay, I'm good to go. I feel great. And so now I was able to get up and go about my own business. I've had several patients who have had, um, you know, some flu-like symptoms afterwards. You know, usually most people, it's just the day afterwards. I have had some people who have told me it may be like, you know, two or three days afterwards that they may have those symptoms, but they typically go away. And just to let you know, those symptoms are all what our body 
is do they is supposed to do to show like, hey, I see that there's something that's not supposed to be here, and this is the body's natural way of fighting it off. So that is typical. I'm glad you said that uh, about what you experienced after the second shot. I took the uh, Pfizer shot as well. I believe it's the Pfizer shot. And uh, I didn't even know they had done it. I had to turn around and look and they told me like, it's done. I was like, okay. And, and, and I felt I felt no different. I did not experience arm soreness. Um, but within that week, the week after, within that week, I was sitting, you know, at, at a couch and I felt my head and I was sweating. Mm. And and when I checked my temperature, it was, uh, you know, that low grade, it was a low grade temperature. It's like, okay, okay I broke a fever that I didn't know mm-hmm. I had. Mm. So, and, 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 and after that, I, I haven't felt anything since then. Um, but I did experience that from, the, uh, I think it was the Pfizer. I think I take, took the Pfizer. Uh, sure, and I'm sure. so happy now that it was the Pfizer, either Pfizer Moderna and not the Johnson & Johnson. So right. Dr. Dr. Hill Jones, <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna be messy here. I'm gonna break it down to you. Now, one of the okay. reasons we're doing this episode this week is for the greater good, of course, but yeah. it's also for your cousin. Your cousin up here <laughs> trying not to take any mm-hmm. vaccine, okay? Mm-hmm. And then and she has found some really intelligent people okay. who have been able to make some kind of case to her about nutrition and being healthy all the time, which no one would argue against. Exactly, no, absolutely but, but, not. But they use that as a pre- pretense to say, I don't put any drugs in my body, you shouldn't either. Um, or I don't put any drugs in my body. I wouldn't advise anyone to do so. You should look it up, which is okay, but it is sowing seeds of doubt. And then I had Johnson and Johnson with their funky cells do what they did, <gasps> made a vaccine that we all knew was questionable. Because yeah. uh, I'll say it, you're you're a doctor. I, I'm not, so I can jump in and say it. When the mayor of Detroit gets on TV and says that he will not bring that vaccine into his city um, and he will keep it out and then gets a chance to take it back and refuses to take it back. And Mm. now we have this, somebody knew something about that vaccine being suspect. When I saw the president of the United States stand up there with Johnson & Johnson and he specifically brought Merck into the conversation when Merck had not been part of it before, to say like Merck's gonna help Johnson and Johnson with this help, but they need help more. So my 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 concern is this, and I want you to, to speak to the the uh, the medical side of this. Um, unfortunately, after today, there are probably more people with vaccination hesitancy than before today, and already there were probably too many, including your cousin. What can we say to them to convince them that there are more positives to taking the Moderna or Pfizer vaccine than there are negatives? Yes, first of all, it's very important. We are trying to combat this virus. The main way of doing it 
is through, you know, one of the ways is through the, not only the mitigations that we are going to truly mask ourselves, the social distancing, but we're trying to get back to more of a normal life. And in order to do that, it is very important for us to reach what's called herd immunity in order for us to try to get back to more of a normalized life. I don't think any, I don't think it's going to go back to where it was, you know, before 2019, mm -hmm. but we can try to get it as close to that as possible. The way to get herd immunity is one of the best ways is through the vaccination. And I know there was the argument for, oh, no, we'll just let the virus go rampant. And then, you know, seems people to be get the herd argument. That seems to be what Texas has done and is continuing to do right now. Right, and that's I mean, the worst part about stadium. that. Is, right, right. The worst part about that is that you lose more lives when you do that. When you create a vaccine that, you know, again, like for instance, with the mRNA, the body produces these COVID spikes. That way the body can recognize, hey, this is what a COVID spike looks like. So if you were to get the disease, the body has already developed antibodies towards it. The antibodies connect around the mRNA and then they're like, okay, or I should say the COVID spikes. And then they're like, it will not cause you to die. And that's one of the biggest things. Even if you were to get the virus, this should prevent you from dying. Number one, it can prevent some people from getting sick from COVID as well. And again, the main thing is trying to get herd immunity. We need to get about 80 to 90% people vaccinated in order for us to reach that herd immunity. So that's the importance of us to get vaccinated is protecting ourselves from getting sick and dying. Even if we were to get sick, we should not die if we get the vaccine. And it's also helping to protect other people around us. So that is the importance of getting a vaccine. I am all for health and making sure that you eat healthy and nutrition. That's extremely important. But the truth of the matter is we have an enemy out here and that enemy is COVID-19 virus. And guess what? No matter how well you eat, if you get that virus and your body does not know how to attack it or has no ammunition to attack it, then you could possibly die. So that's why it's important for you to get that vaccine. And then there's the mic drop. <laughs> and thank you so very much because I now feel with your uh, medical background and definitely speaking to the virus and what needs to be done for things to return to normal. Cause I know I miss spending time with family. I miss spending time with, with friends and all that. Yeah. It is imperative that both sides are heard and that people are able to make a determination, an educated determination on being vaccinated. Or not. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> so, and you got anything else? So, go ahead. You got anything else, Michael? No, I was Is just going to say, I was just in Chicago a few weeks ago. We got a chance to see you. Yay! And it was so good because my father got vaccinated as well as I got vaccinated. And I was like, guess what, Dad? took the mask off as soon as I came into the house, gave him a kiss. I'm like, I could do that now because we both are protected. <laughs> so we could be together without the mask. So it was a beautiful thing. <laughs> and it was yeah, like that... being normal almost again. So yes. <laughs> and that's what, and that is what I'm experiencing now with my uh, church family group. 
a lot of the people in my and direct group are getting vaccinated. So I was at a, I was at a, what was this? A breakfast, a brunch. And the two girls that served me, they were both fully vaccinated. So they were there without mask. And I was there like this. I'm not vaccinated. I'm, I got a mask on. So I was, I was feeling a little foolish thinking, oh my gosh. So I want to travel and I really, and just literally just when I was making the decision, I, and, and, and Michael will hear it. Michael heard it. I said, you know what? I'm going to look for the vaccination. I will go ahead. I've, I've already been uh, called to get the vaccination through, uh, where is this? Uh, uh, Northwestern, my, my, oh. my hospital here. Yeah. So excellent. I was like, okay, excellent. yeah, excellent. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to make the phone call. And, and this morning I woke up to the Johnson and Johnson news and I was like, <laughs> I know, right? I'm just gonna be honest. I was like, oh, oh, okay, I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, but just think. Now we've been vaccinated with Moderna and Pfizer since Jan. Well, actually, December. People December. were getting vaccinated, right? Mm -hmm. So we yeah. still have. You know, we're still doing well with those two. So I yeah. still strongly encourage you to get one of those vaccines. Thank you. Yes, Thank absolutely. You so much. Absolutely. If you're in the States and want to get one of the two COVID-19 vaccines, you can start at vaccines.gov to find out how and where to get started. You can check also at cdc.gov to find up-to-the-minute information. We would like to thank our guest, Augustine Rodriguez, and Dr. Anita Hill-Jones for appearing on our show. Next time on Interludes, we will reveal new music from the mysterious Kubo Sensei and New York's very own Lisa Millen on the next Interludes. Interludes. Original concept by Valerie Johnson. Written by Michael Womble. Produced by Michael Womble and Valerie Johnson. Original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. Brought to you by our national sponsor, Montevilla, the natural weight loss coffee and tea brewed with MTC oil and Ramon seeds. For more information, please send an email with the subject Montevilla to purelightnyc at gmail.com. Our local title sponsor, A1 Pestmasters, for all your exterminating and pest control needs, call A1 Pestmasters at area code 773-365-9962 or visit their website at a1pestmasters.com. When you book your appointment with A1 Pestmasters, Tell them that you heard it first on the podcast called Interludes. Catch our Interludes Extra Clips and more on our brand new YouTube channel called Interludes. <laughs>